The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. You are now listening to the hottest true crime podcast in the streets. Hello and welcome to another episode of Affirmative Murder, the Equal Opportunity True Crime Comedy Podcast. I am Alvin Williams, joined as always by my partner in true crime, Francel Evans. Oh yes, wait a minute, Mr. Postman. Yeah, man, I'm the mailman. Can't you tell, man? Gonna post What up? Fran, what's going on, man? Tis the motherfucking season yeah, man. man you know holiday season is upon us this is the last episode of the year yeah just letting uh people know that right up the top round of applause for us what a great year yeah what a great year another one in the books the the journey continues of learning and growing and and and, and disseminating whatever information we can get in the best ways possible and 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 and, and developing our abilities to do this thing called podcasting and navigating this crazy wild wild west that is indie podcasting and to another fucking crazy journey in 2023, man. Yeah, I'm man, super excited. Year. Look back on it, man. I mean, I know we did this a uh, couple of weeks ago when we talked about the Spotify rap, but here we are, man. It's the last episode of the year. Yeah. What are some? What have been some highlights for you as far as podcasting growth? Um, we did those acting classes. Like we did a oh, lot we of things. We didn't that. talk yeah, about. Yeah, we didn't yeah. talk we to didn't people about yeah, that yeah, though. But like, what, 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 what were some highlights for you this year? At the, definitely the acting classes was was uh, a very new experience yeah um, man just got to do some improv stuff yeah just yeah doing that in front of somebody i don't know yeah so that was that you was acted like out cool. a scene yeah that was cool yeah that was cool um what else um crime con is always fun crime con is always a fun a lot of new people there absolutely and, uh, some great new experiences there as well i've never been to vegas so that was also cool glad we could do yeah. that you got yeah. to meet my grandmother in vegas in vegas yeah, 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 yeah. It's um, on her turf what else, man? I, I feel like this year was so up and down for me just personally because all the shit I had to go through. But, Absolutely. Um, I think I'm ready for... I, usually, I think we talked about this last time about me being, like, scared about what's the next year going to, you know... Yes. ...include and stuff like that. So I don't, I don't feel that way this year. Um, I guess I probably because the passing of my mom, I think, was a big part of that. So yeah. I think this year, going into next year, I'm like... You know, whatever, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, um, I'm excited to to get to 2023 and see what 2023 brings and, you know, how as far as we go with this and how I grow still as a person and a father and, you know, a husband. For sure. So um, I'm excited, man. I really am excited. Yeah, you had a big year in a lot of ways, man. Um, As for me, podcasting wise, like this has been, I would say this is probably the most serious that I have taken this in the years that we've done, I mean, this we're on like year four, five, 20, 17, 18, something like that. We're on like year four or so. Mm-hmm. And this is the first year where it's like, this, this is a business. Yeah. You know, this, every, everything else has been like, this is something we do in our, 
in, in my house. Like, you come over, we just shoot the shit, just talk, you know, whatever. But this year was the first year where I went, oh, you could, like, we could, we, we've been traveling. We, this is our second trip uh, doing a crime con or anything like that. I went to another convention in uh, uh, Dallas, Texas this year, the True Crime Podcast Festival. Yeah. So just this year traveling, meeting podcasters, collaborating with more podcasters and, and things like that. This was the first year where I was like, oh, like, this could be what we do mm. full time if we steer our head in the right direction. So that's been really cool and a really great revelation to have. And that's been really exciting to um, build upon that. And yeah. that's what I'm, that's what I'm looking for forward to in 2023 is like yeah. taking this new kind of state of mind and taking it to the new heights. And there's some stuff that seems to be on the horizon that I can't get into, but I'm really excited about it. And um, yeah, I think, I think, I think 2023 is going to be a great year career-wise in this space um knock on wood obviously things can go awry you know we saw that in 2020 but yeah i'm really excited for what the future holds in a lot of regards man but yeah man it's big year for you yeah super proud of everything that you've yeah uh, i got i got married i'm I'm still like you got fucking married i got married man man. yeah it was like you got fucking married i have two months two months yeah is is anything different i mean you guys together for a long time no it's not that's a it's a good that's a good thing. it's a good thing yeah, yeah it's a good thing yeah it's a good thing um, you just had to cross those t's dot those yeah eyes. man yeah. it's just, it's I, I, a lot of people have asked me that people that's also married as well go it's, oh side note I wish I could have a Christmas song that makes that brings in every year. A year every year <laughs> every year they're like McDonald's year. Burger King uh, Walmart T J Maxx everybody calls her and is like can we use the song it's like yeah please throw the, send the bag my way I said but yeah but uh, yeah man a lot of people ask me you know how does it feel like. Different, yeah, different. Yeah, it's just I actually, I actually told this to uh, shout out to JJ. I talked Mm -hmm. to him on Instagram, and he asked me the same question. I go, I went, um, it's nothing's changed, but it is cool to have your own family. Yeah, everybody has the same, the same last name. I didn't have that growing up, yeah. So that's 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 a huge, yeah, a huge thing for me that I get to experience and have my own family. Yeah, that's that's cool because it's like they were always your responsibility, but now it's like. We are officially a unit. Yeah. yeah. Locked in, yeah. sealed in, circle the wagons. You yeah, know, man. you guys both have your own individual families. Yeah. But it's like, I get that. And I yeah. felt I felt that too at the wedding. I feel like that's the thing that like doesn't get talked about a lot. Obviously, the wedding yeah. is the union and between two people and everything like that. But at your wedding was one of the ones where I saw like a passing of the torch. Like yeah. her mom and her family being like, yeah, well, here. You know, she's yeah. she's she, she, she's your responsibility now. We're going to step back yeah. and accept that, like, th- that's that's y'all thing over there. Yeah, man. And respect your household and everything like yeah, that. And same with your dad, too, and, and everything. You know, I, I really saw that. So yeah. that was really cool. Um, yeah, man. Like I said, last episode of the year. So we're not going to even jump from this music that's playing. We're going to jump from this right into the shout-outs for Patreon. Once again, uh, uh, this Friday, December 23rd, is the virtual Christmas party. Please join us over. Oh, I accidentally opened TikTok. Right. Uh, <laughs> TikTok and Patreon app look exactly the same to me. Wait, can me. you can play this song on here? Um, yeah, we don't do YouTube. Oh, uh, so yeah, I mean, we're gonna, I want twenty million. Oh, Mariah Carey, you think Mar- <laughs> Mariah Carey calls me? Is like, uh, where's my money? Everybody pays the carry. Right. She likes. She, she makes her all her phone calls personally to get the uh, all I want for Christmas money. But um. Yeah, uh, this December twenty third, this Friday, virtual Christmas party. Join us. We're gonna be ha- we're gonna be playing all I want for Christmas again. Yeah, on Friday, Mariah Carey. Time. I don't know. Who, I'm not scared of Mariah Carey. Um, but yeah, we're gonna be uh, games, prizes, 
fun, laughs, reflection. I want you yeah. guys to come and tell us some of your favorite moments from this year of the podcast. And, and you know, we're going to do all that kind of stuff. Come kick it with us this Friday. Virtual Christmas party. The link is on Patreon. So if you're not on the Patreon, join the Patreon. The link will be on there. Kick it with us. So uh, we're going to kick things off with these shout outs. We're going to start off with a shout out to Marissa G. Fran, because real G's moving silence like lasagna. Damn right. Um, uh, up next, we got Lindy. Oh, I've never heard of Lindy. I want, is that short for Melinda? Maybe. Well, anyway, Lindy. Like, uh, you know, because my Frankie, you know, my name Frankie. Yeah, I know Frankie. Frank. We call it Frankie. But everybody, Frank is cool. Franklin. That's a full name. So Frankie's short. It's another, and, uh, just another nickname. But what are we saying? Lindy is short for like Lind Lind Lind. No, it's not. no. What? <laughs> Lindusa. <laughs> So, yeah, I don't, yeah. <laughs> anyway, hey, Linda, you figure it out. That's your business. Your name's great. Accept it. We accept you. Up next, we got Allison D. Shout out to you. Throw some D's on that bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know. So this Christmas, you ask for some uh, rims for yeah, your car. Yeah. I don't know if you drive a car and throw some D's on that um, thing. I don't know what dubs. I think dubs twenty twenties yeah, twenty inch rims D's. Yeah. Throw some D's on that, Allison. Up next, we got Sunny Glaze. Uh, I, I, mm. I, 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 I got thrown off. I hope that's not your. If that if that feels like a stage name or something like that. Sunny Glaze. I've never heard the last name Glaze, so that'd be dope. It feels pornish, honestly. I, I didn't want to say, yeah, Glaze, Sunny Glaze for male, female, or pop. Cool. I don't know. Ambiguous. Sunny, sunny glaze. glaze. It's with an I. So anytime it's you know like Danny with a Y is boy to me. Danny with a Y is masculine. Danny with an I is feminine. So okay. sunny with an eye feels feminine. Glaze feels I don't know. Could be I don't know. Maybe maybe, maybe sex maybe work anything. industry. I don't know. Maybe stage name. Stage name. Maybe maybe like a um, a, 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 a um, burlesque dancer. Burlesque hmm? dancer. <laughs> burlesque dancer. Oh, okay. A burlesque dancer or um, a, a drag drag performer or something like that. Uh, either way, love it. If you do shows, send us a link. We'll come visit. Up next, we got lastly. <laughs> up next and lastly, we got Rachel M. They have. Uh, some kind of weird I think that's Gene Simmons They're taking a picture With Gene Simmons Either way If that's what you're doing Love it Keep doing your thing And happy holidays to you yeah. uh, We're on like The third day of Hanukkah I believe Something like that So shout out to my Hanukkah. Shout out to all my Jays out there Shout out to you guys Keep doing your thing And uh, happy Hanukkah to you And uh, happy holidays To everyone Happy Kwanzaa Even though uh, I think it's time for Black people to just kind of Let white people know Like we don't celebrate that It almost feels racist When people tell me Happy Kwanzaa Oh they do? I've never heard that. I mean, I let me let me not make up a fake racism <laughs> scenario. I don't think anybody's ever told me oh, okay. happy Kwanzaa. But, you know, you used to go to school and they have happy yeah. Kwanzaa. They like the uh, inclusive, add the Kwanzaa things to okay. the thing. I yeah. don't I never have been in a black household that celebrates Kwanzaa right. ever. We it, it, we do Christmas or whatever, or we don't, or we're um, Jehovah's Witness, and it's like this is this is all voodoo and, and devil worship, and we don't do any of this. But I've never been in a black household that celebrates Kwanzaa. Me? Can you, same, no. right? Ever. There's like and it's and Kwanzaa just is like a um stealing. It's like the Kwanzaa tree. It's a lot of the it's like a lot of the Christmas and they have like a Kwanzaa lamp a, a Kwanzaa candle. I think they it's like it's like Kwanzaa I mean it's like Hanukkah, Christmas. It took a little bit from everything. Yeah. So that's great, but like I don't know any it's, black people it, that celebrate. Like, it's stretched out though, right? Throughout the month? I don't know. I don't like yeah, I think it's like I think it's like Kwanzaa. Like, I mean, I think it's like Hanukkah. Oh, wait, I'm getting confused. What that's Hanukkah. About? Hanukkah, you every light on the menorah. Yeah. I think it's thirteen. Okay, what are um, we talking about? Kwanzaa. Oh, I thought it was all the same. <laughs> no, I no, I Kwanzaa I th- is Kwanzaa is like black black people Christmas okay. to white people. I don't know. I mean, I th- obviously, black people made it up. I think it was like a Pan African type of thing where like 
like people who were getting back in touch with their African roots were like, we want to don't want to celebrate the white man's holiday. We want our own thing. And it, but it never even though black people invented it, it didn't catch on. No. But I think white people wanted to be inclusive. And so they go, well, a happy Kwanzaa as well, yeah, because that's a thing. But like black people don't celebrate Kwanzaa, really. I don't yeah. I don't know. I don't know a single black person celebrates Kwanzaa. So I'm kind of here. I, I, I'm sticking my neck out there and, and just being like, hey, guys, look, listen, either us as a black people collectively need to have a meeting and go. Are we going to start taking this thing serious? Because let, let's fly Kwanzaa out, man. Let's make it dope. If we're going to do that, I'm down. But we don't. So I don't want to. Don't tell me happy Kwanzaa. Let me just preemptively tell black, uh, white people out there that are listening. Like, don't come up to me and tell me happy Kwanzaa. There's no Kwanzaa tree at my Was house. Well, it just feels like they it feels like they think that's the thing to do. You know, it feels like very like a you people thing. Like, and happy whatever you people do, too. It feels very patronizing. I don't like it. It's not my thing. I don't celebrate Kwanzaa, so don't say it to me because it's not my thing. So you think it feels racist? I don't want to say because ra- they're but trying to be inclusive, said, but they're because they're trying to be inclusive. And yeah. sometimes people try to be inclusive and it comes off racist. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it, comes, it does come. Yeah. Remember when that, you were on that cruise and that yeah. girl was like, I know you yeah, like Lil Wayne. Yeah, it's racist. Yeah, right. It's like, that's racist. Well, who do you, why do you, why do you, I know why you're saying it like that. I know you know who Lil Wayne is. Yeah. It just it just has that kind of feel to it. Yeah. Oh, I know you celebrate Kwanzaa. Like, no, I don't. Yeah. I know you eat fried chicken. Yeah. Okay. And you see, you take it. You took it somewhere. <laughs> I was saying it's like on a one on the racism scale, and you took it to eleven. That's eleven. Yeah. Somebody. Come, oh, I gotta fight you. If somebody comes to me, it's like, first of all, I know you want some fried chicken. Yeah. No, I gotta. We have to squabble. Like that's a fight. That's a fightable offense. Where you have to run me my fade. Are you crazy? You're, t- you're just going to take that? You're going to laugh that off? Yeah. Nah, we got to duke That's it out. Hilarious, That's hilarious. <laughs> you just be crying laughing? It's so racist. It's so bold. It's so racist, bro. say something like that. It's so racist. Think, like, it was okay? Yeah, like, that's crazy. Like, that's a crazy level oh, of racism. No, that's, a crazy. Oh, that's hilarious. That, I shared something on Instagram, and, it, and I got to talk about it because it's so it was so racist that I did... I did laugh, but only because it was so racist, and yeah. I don't even want to do it, but it was a white guy. It was a graduation ceremony. Uh-huh. And I don't even know if the person before him that did a speech was Asian or what, but it was this old white guy, and he just started talking and made up Chinese words. And he was like, that was my version of his speech, but uh, in, in Mandarin. It was, and it was like a graduation. There's probably Asian people in the audience. He just was like, he just did a mad, stereotypically yeah. Asian voice. And then it got awkward and quiet, and he was like, ah. So anyway, uh, John John Jacobs, come get your diploma. Like he just kind of ju- tried to he jump back it, into he it. Was gonna land. It Where didn't land at all. It was crazy. And then he, I think you could also see in his face, like I'm gonna get fired. Yeah, you could see. I love that part of some of these racist videos where people realize, like, oh shit, this. Was, yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. I fucked up. I damn, I fucked up. Okay, well, we're gonna move forward. We're gonna pretend like we didn't. This didn't happen, and we're just gonna uh, move on from this. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So uh, shout out to everybody that I mentioned on the Patreon. What we're gonna do is we're gonna let me turn this down. Uh, before and before we before I throw us to break, uh, once again, this will be the last episode of the year until yeah. the first Monday in January. Once again, also this Friday, December twenty third, uh, affirmative murder virtual Christmas party. Please join the Patreon if you would like to get the link and uh, bring your ugly Christmas sweaters and bring some eggnog. Let's get turned up and send the year off in a good way. Let's reflect on the year and some of the good times, some of the crazy times. Um, and uh, yeah, what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to get into some different stuff this week, but still interesting, I think. So stick around. All right. And we are back, folks. As I alluded to before we went to break this week on the last episode of 2022, we're going to do things a little bit different. Uh, I contemplated not doing an episode this week 
you know, just because the holidays are a little hectic, friend, you got kids. I was like, you know, I thought about taking a break, but something happened and it felt very timely and poignant. And I felt like I wanted to speak on it because we have a dusk disgusted and, and slightly in the past before. And, you know, I didn't want to wait until next year because it, if it's, it's, it's on topic right now. And I didn't want the, the momentum to die down and not be able to get a message out to people before they bring in the new year. I feel like this was an important conversation to have. Uh, Fran, um, last week, uh, December 13th, I believe it was. So it was a, maybe a little over a week now because we're getting close to Christmas. But uh, DJ Twitch, um, also his, his, his real name is uh, Stephen Boss, uh, lost the battle to suicide. He, he, uh, he took his life in a motel not far from his house. Uh, he was famous for being the DJ on the Ellen DeGeneres show. Mm. He also was a contestant on So You Think You Can Dance. Uh, he was in his 30s, I believe. He's 40, I think. 40? He's born in 82. 40, yeah. 40 on the, 40 on the nose. He was 40 years old. Young. Yeah. And to the world, had a great life. I mean, had a great life. Notoriety, a family, a wife, three kids, I believe. Every video you see, he's dancing with his family, uh, having fun. Big smile on his face all the time. Dancer. So this news came as a shock. I'm not going to sit here and pretend I was the biggest Twitch fan in the world. I knew him from Ellen DeGeneres. I wasn't keeping up with his day-to-day life. But if you were to tell me that that guy had everything looking up for him and was, you know, making good money as, as an entertainer and as a dancer and following his dreams and was, everything was great and his family was happy. If you, ju- if you just told me that, I'd go, yeah, looks like it. Smiling in every picture, having a great time. Seems like a chill dude. And that is uh, the scary part uh, of suicide, you know. Um, Again, this is a conversation that we've had before in the past as far as men and how toxic masculinity and the patriarchy affects men as, as well, not just women. And the way that it affects men is that you, you, hear, you hear terms like, you know, man up and tough it out and suck it up and be a, be a man. And these, these terms are beaten into men from birth. You fall down and you cry, you scrape your knee, you're not supposed to cry about it, you're not supposed to express your feelings. And so when you're dealing with things, it almost feels soft or weak to express them. And then it builds up and, and things go sideways. And so obviously, friend, as well as you, we're not, I'm, I don't want us either of us to sit here and pretend like we were following Twitch's every day-to-day moves. Yeah. But if you saw a picture of this guy, you would think he was a pretty happy guy and looked like life was going well for him. And you Google his name and things come up credits and all those kind of things. So what were your thoughts when you saw that news? Um, well, the first time I saw it was like, again, cause I'm, I don't, I didn't, I didn't know much of the guy. I know he sure. was on Ella DeGeneres show and that was pretty much it. Yeah. But I saw it when I went to, when I was on Twitter mm-hmm. and I saw rip Twitch is the only thing I saw. I went, what the hell? I was like, what? Yeah. I didn't, I'm like, what? I'm thinking of the the app, the the, 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 the uh, platform. Yeah, the streaming, the streaming platform, platform or whatever. Yeah. So I was like, what is that? I go in there and I went, and so I was like, oh, you know, I didn't know who, I didn't know him by that name because I didn't watch the show. Yeah. I've seen him before right. on the show, but I didn't know that was his name. Yeah. And that's DJ Twitch. I didn't know he went by that. So I, when I saw him, I went, and I, you know, just kind of like going through the comments and seeing what was happening. And I'm like, I saw the, uh, the news and I go, the first thing I always think of is, you know, what they was dealing with, because you you see him, because what we see is on the outside, yes, right. So we see surface, we see the smile, mm-hmm. we the see Instagram him dancing, pictures. having a good time, him with mm-hmm. his family. You go, 
Great life. Great life. And he looks happy. Mm-hmm. But you really, nobody knows what he was dealing with. With that smile, just like when we talked about Chadwick Boseman, nobody knew what he was going through yeah. and what he was battling, and until we see the end result, and we go, "Damn, you know that's." And it always comes back up, and this is this is what I hate. I hate when we have these conversations that we go check on people, check on people, check on people, and nobody does, and nobody does that. Nobody does that. It's just I feel like it's always when we have these type of conversations, it's always the right thing to say, yeah, instead of people just doing it, mm-hmm. but just saying, "Oh, check on people." Because I feel like life moves so fast. Everybody's so busy. Especially when you grow up and mm-hmm. you become an adult and you got responsibilities. People got families and stuff like that. You lose touch with a lot of friends that you grow with. You For know, sure. Kids. And so it's like you kind of go, uh, you kind of go, oh, oh, I'll text yeah, them tomorrow. Yeah, I'll get, I'll get I'll back text, to them. I'll text them tomorrow. And the dangerous part about society today is, is that there is Facebook and Instagram and all these things. Yeah. So you can your friend that you lose touch with can put up a facade that life's great. You go, oh, man, I just saw you in Indonesia or yeah. Mexico. Like, he's doing great. I'll get back with him. i ask him how his trip is going. And then you could get some news like this on your phone, and you go, wait, what? But I've been keeping track with him on Instagram. I just yeah. liked his picture yeah. of him and his family taking Christmas photos. Yeah. I can't believe this. You know, so that's the dangers of social media is that everybody's kind of trying to curate the perfect image of their life. You know, and and so that's why that's one of the dangerous parts I find about social media, especially when we're having a discussion about mental health. Mm. And also, let me just say also mental health and mental illness are not the same thing. You know, mental health is something that you do take care of on a day to day basis. Mental illness is something that, you know, sometimes people struggle with things. But your mental health, you can do little things to, you know, keep your mental health in good shape. And, you know, by expressing yourself and, and talking to people and. You know, just doing things that are good for you, stimulating to you and all those things. Mental illness and mental health are not synonymous. You know, like taking care of your mental health doesn't mean something's wrong with you. You know, I think that's I think that's another part. You know, when we talk about these stigmas, there's a big stigma around mental health. And I, you know, um, I read a statistic. One, two of the craziest statistics that I found out about recently is one, suicide is the second most common cause of death for men under the age of 45 in the United States. Mm. Right. So that's probably I'm not, I would guess it's behind gun violence or, mur- you know, murder or something, yeah. something like that. But it's the second men, men, men under uh, 45 years old. And the other crazy part was that um, men account for 75 to 80 percent of deaths by suicide. Wow. You know, so most suicide statistically is affecting men the most. And men are the, and I can only, I can, I can speak more specifically as a black man. Obviously I'm a man, but I can speak more specifically as a black man and what growing up as a black man in a household is like, and the things that I've heard about man up and don't you, you better not cry and all these things. And, and so I know the pressures of, Hey man, listen, you're a man, you, and you, you can speak to this too. So I'll slide it to you in a second, but you can, you can speak more directly to the pressures of like manhood and raise your family and be tough and don't pout about it and get the bills paid and and that pressure, you know, I can only speak to like, you know, the pressures of what masculinity looks like. And I deal with it in a lighthearted way. Like I joke about people, the glizzy thing, people being like, Oh, you, you eating a, you eating a hot dog. Like that kind of like what is not manly in society. I only have to deal with it in that regard, but you are fully engulfed in the patriarchy of what a man is supposed to be. You have kids, you have a wife, mm. you have a, you have responsibilities. And I would want, I want you to like speak to if those are, if that's a pressure, if you know that, that, that societal pressure, but don't deal with it. Or if it does feel like a pressure sometimes, what is, what is that like for you? Well, for me growing up, um, growing up, if these people now, I'm talking about now, mm-hmm. if these people would see me in a room with my father, they would, they would go like, Oh, those, 
those two people are the same people. Yeah. Only because my dad wasn't, he, you know, growing up as a kid, he wasn't a father that went, like, stop crying. And mm. He wasn't, that wasn't him. Cause yeah. My dad didn't, he's not a, a big talker, and he leads by example more than, you know, him, like, saying, do this, you yeah. should do this. So I was like, that's how I am now, but I also get caught up with my son crying over, you know, just little stuff. And mm-hmm. I go, like, don't cry over that. Yeah. And then Steph will go, like, don't don't say that. Even if it's something small, like, yeah. don't say that because you want them to express grow themselves. up and be able to yeah. express themselves. So I do get caught up in that as a father as well. Um, and then sometimes I'll just catch myself and try to talk to him, like, you know, what's wrong? But yeah. Also, but if it's, like, little stuff. The key stuff, is catching yourself. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, yeah, important. Yeah, that's, that's, that's awesome. Right. Because yeah. little stuff, you go, like, you know, as an adult, you go, Crown over, yeah. I got bills. Uh, yeah. A balloon that popped is not something you should be crowned over. But then it's like you got to remember. This, what does that mean to him? Those are, those children. Yeah. Those like children. what does that mean to him? It's hard to separate those two. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man. It's like hearing people that go through when their fathers and stuff going like, or uncles, you know. Whatever, oh yeah, big, going like, big. Going like hey, older man, cousins. Cry, this and that yeah. is like I didn't have that, and I'm glad I didn't have that because my dad was like, you know, if something's wrong, we'll talk about it, and he was never built, never a person to go like. Man up or stop crying. I, I've never, I never heard that from my father. I'm glad he wasn't that way. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a cycle that I hope that we can break. Yeah. But again, the part that you touched on in the beginning is like you know things like I remember when Robin, Robin Williams, you know, died by suicide yeah. as well. Yeah, and you talk about a guy that you know, who's happier than Robin Williams? The yeah. world would think, right? So, you know, um, I was having a conversation with a friend, and they said, she said that she almost because she she had her own bouts mm-hmm. with suicide and depression. And she said that she almost sees this story about Twitch. She sees the positive in it mm-hmm. because she thinks that a lot of people in society believe that suicide has a look, you know, okay. that you can tell if somebody's suicidal or oh, depressed, okay, like whether mm-hmm. they were dark clothes or they look sad or anything like that. But when you see somebody like this, yeah. where if you Google this guy's name, you won't find a picture of him not smiling. Right. You won't find a picture of him not dancing and doing the things that he's passionate about and looking like he's having a great time. Yeah. And he and he battled with this. Yeah. You know, and he felt the need to you know to 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 you know end his journey, you know. That is a big conversation starter because it's the antithesis of what I think people would stigmatize as a suicidal person's look. You know, and so it, it, it does you lead you to go, man, how does a person like that get to that point? It looks like they were so happy, but I would not be surprised if the pressures of being the smiley, dancey guy made him feel like he couldn't go and tell somebody, hey, I'm struggling. Yeah. Because they go, what? Your family's beautiful. You got a beautiful wife. You got three kids. You make money. You're on TV every day. Yeah. What do you have to be sad about? And so you go, well, let me just shut up. I won't even tell people and let me just keep smiling and keep dancing. Yeah. You know, so you hear this thing about check on your strong friends a lot. I hear, I see that a lot on Twitter mm-hmm. and on and on and on the internet of like check on that person that like nobody feels they need to check on. Yeah, you know. And for me personally, I've never had any um, suicidal thoughts or anything like that. But I've spoken pretty openly. I, that's why I'm so happy for this platform. But I've spoken pretty openly recently, and you know, in the last couple of years about like dealing with like mild depression and and things like that. And that's something I wouldn't have done five years ago. That's not that's something I wouldn't have done. I would have kept that to myself. Like sometimes I wake up and I'm like, man, when is it? Is it um is it nine? Is it time for bed again yet? And it's like I just rolled out of bed. And sometimes yeah. I wake up and I'm like, I'm ready to go back to bed. Like I don't even want to go out in the world and deal with this shit today. And that happens for me from time to time. Sometimes it happens to me in stretches. I might feel like that for a week or something like that. You know? Yeah. And uh, having a platform like this 
and then you being my friend sitting beside me, it is it's, it's it is therapeutic in a sense because I'm ta- I'm talking to you, but I'm talking to all these people who can send me links and all those things too. And it's almost like this. Uh, there's a there's a barrier which is kind of a cheat code where I get to tell you something that I'm going through, but like I'm not really talking to you directly. Like mm-hmm. it's not as uh, vulnerable. Yeah. And um, just to get personal for a second, like you talked about, you know, your mom passing this year, yeah. and I don't know if you remember this, but um, you called me like yeah. December of last year and we had a real, real, real conversation yeah. where you told me everything that was going on and I didn't know any of this was going on and we've yeah. been friends since we were 12 years old. And that was one of the realest conversations that we've ever had in, in our life. And so um, I just, uh, what, obviously, you know, it was an impending type of situation, yeah. but like what, you know, what uh, proacted you to make that phone call? Um. Well, by me dealing with it for so long and like, which is crazy, by the way. I held it in for so it was so long because because I was like, I for some reason I felt, I just felt I felt embarrassed in a way. I don't know I don't know why. Uh-huh. I just felt like everybody's. I felt like looking at all my friends. I went, I went, damn, all their moms are in good health, and it's like, why I'm the one? Yeah, that mom is going through this and I got to deal with it. And I always felt embarrassed. I was like, I didn't just yeah. want to, I didn't want to tell anybody cause I just didn't want people to look at me and go like, I don't know. I just, I just felt like people was going to look at me in a different way. Sure. Because of my mom was sick. Yeah. So I was like, and I just, I was like, man, I'm gonna just, I'll just keep it to yourself. Keep it to myself. I'll push it down. And like some nights I'll just be going through it. And it's yeah. like, and that's why every year I went, is this going to be the year? Is this going to be the year? Is this going to be the year for ten years? Yeah, dealt with that for ten years, and I was like, "I've really, bro. I yeah. thought your mom just lived in Virginia." Yeah. I was like, "Yeah, he just kind of just doesn't talk about her much." Yeah. I, I just assumed. Yeah. So that was the last phone call I was expecting to get. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, it's because I know it was coming, but I'm like, every year I went like, "Is this going to be the year where I finally have to talk about it?" And we knew it was coming. Is this, you know, it was just like one of those things. So like, the only people that knew was my dad, my mom. Mm. I mean, my dad and, and Steph and my brother. So I was like, because uh, they was, you know, they'll ask. And then, especially my dad, my dad, because obviously she used to live with my, yeah. my dad. So I was like, um, they the only people that knew. And I was like, I, I just didn't want to talk about it because I just didn't want people to, I didn't want people, I always I have a thing of like, I don't want people to feel bad for me. Sure. I don't, I, I just that. don't, I don't want that. I just don't want people to go like, you know, sorry, I just, I don't, that makes me feel uncomfortable for some reason. I, I always that. felt that way. I don't know why, but I always went, I don't want people to feel bad for me because of something and they look at me in Different. a different way. Yeah. So that's all, that's why I always like kept it to myself and I was like, all right, well, time is coming. I got to tell people because this shit is tearing me apart. So I finally told Nick, finally told you and I told Derek because his mom passed last year or the year before that yeah so he's first first person i told because this was like we this was like when we were 15 this was like the crew yeah and yeah. i told i talked i told him first because i like he, he can, can relate he can relate mm-hmm. so i can i can talk to him he can tell me you know how to like navigate, navigate through this and how he felt and stuff like that and that was a good conversation i had with him and then but i'm like tell you and tell nick they both had y'all both said the same thing like i just thought she was just you know chill i was like yeah but it, was, it wasn't it was a whole different. She was moving place to place. Yeah. And then people didn't, you know, family wasn't there for her. So that was tough. And I can't, it was hard for me to try to take care. I just couldn't. I yeah. just, it, and that's what made me feel bad. Cause I'm like, I can't, there's only so much I can do. For sure. And I dealt with that forever. Yeah. And that shit was heavy, heavy. 
So um, that was rough. And I don't want to like compare that to, you know, mental illness things. No, like, no, but stuff no, like that is that like re- that's real. You though. have to, you have to like express. You got to talk to somebody. Yeah, that shit fucked me up. Yeah. So no, that that can lead to mental illness and. Again, when you, I mean, 10 years is a long fucking time. Yeah. So when you told me, first of all, I, th- I thank you for, I have to assume that you calling me, you always felt in some kind of way that you could tell me that. Yeah. And, and I will hope that you now know that I would never look at you different or any type of way like that. But that is what you just said is super real because I think a lot of people, I think that, that that's, that's toxic masculinity. That's the patriarchy. You believing that you expressing yourself is going to lead to people looking at you differently or treating you differently or seeing you in a weak state or vulnerable or any of that type of stuff. And, um, I think the way to combat that is to, is to not, is to not listen to that instinct and express yourself when you feel a thing, even if it's a small thing like us on a day to day basis, we might have like a, a balloon pop type of incident as an adult, like a, you know, man, you know, I woke up today and I, you know, I, you know, I, I thought somebody was going to wish me happy birthday that they didn't wish me happy birthday. Yeah. And it's like, whatever, man, people are busy, but you know, it's good to, even if you don't make it a confrontational thing, like don't, you don't have to attack that person, but you might just tell somebody like, yeah, man, I thought this person was going to wish me happy birthday and they did. Yeah. And I feel kind of, that kind of bummed me out a little bit. Yeah. Getting that off of you is a baby step in making good habits that will when the big thing happens, express yourself for that. Yeah, I watched. I watched the TED Talk. Um, I started watching those too. I heard those TED good. Talks. Oh, those TED Talks good. are. It's such a. It's such good information in yeah. such a uh, like such a small amount of time. Some of them are long, but like it's they're so like compact piece of information. This guy named was Ben Ak- His name was Ben Akers. He did a. He did a um a documentary about his friend who who committed suicide or died okay. by suicide. I, I, again, I, I'm not going to get all the terms right. That is a one I'm working on. I think committed suicide like implies that they did something illegal. But anyway, uh, died by suicide. He did a documentary about his friend, this guy uh, Ben Akers, I believe that's what I said. Uh, yeah, his name. Uh, yeah, Ben Akers. And in his TED talk, he said a thing about how uh, discussing these problems amongst men specifically, because I mean, just the, the statistics, the suicide rates in the United States are insane, and they are they skew heavily men. But discussing mental illness or mental bouts of you know struggles battles with mental depression with depression and mental illness it's like uh the first person going on the dance floor Mm -hmm. and when you see somebody go out on the dance floor and dance it gives you permission to go out and dance too Mm -hmm. so hearing somebody come out and speak in a way that is vulnerable and honest about the struggles that they have gives other people and other men permission Mm -hmm. Because I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I would love to hear from some of our women listeners as well. But like, I don't think women are told to like, even maybe they're maybe they're told like, don't be be annoying to men. That might be the patriarchy patriarchal way of how it affects women. Like, don't bring your problems to men. That might be. But like, I don't think women are told by other women you can't talk to me. Yeah. I don't think that's. I think women feel like comfortable talking to other women about things that they're going through. Mm. So it's somebody, you know. But men can't talk to men. And having a moment where you come, you you see a guy be vulnerable. Makes you go like, hey, man, you know, I'm going through a thing, too. It, like it gives them permission. So that's why I wanted to do this episode and talk about this, because I felt like going into a new year, um, telling people to start some new habits and, you know, and talking about a real thing that we deal with as a society and we deal with as black men. Like I said, I, I can only speak to I can. I'm a man, but I'm a black man specifically. And I know how toxic 
machismo and masculinity is in, in within black men and homophobia and all these things and the way that that's expressed and what you can and can't do, let alone expressing your expressing your feelings. We're talking about how you dress and what you say, yeah. what you eat and where you go on vacation. It, it affects us in so many ways. So when you talk about getting down to like just being straight up vulnerable with your words, that might be the most feminine thing in the world to some men. That's like, what are you talking about? I'm not a woman. I got bills to pay. I got miles to feed. I can't, I, I can't express myself. I can't be weak like that. And I, I, I read another article about how the patriarchy and toxic masculinity has also, and this is not, listen, it's on men to talk to men and make men feel comfortable to express their feelings. But a lot of, a lot of what toxic, toxic masculinity and the patriarchy has done to women, it has convinced them that vulnerable men and sensitive men are weak men. So a lot of times, like you might not even mean to, but a woman might be turned off by a man crying. Yeah. You know, it might be like, oh, he's yeah. he's kind of soft. Yeah. And in that in regard, even in even if you're a woman who's listening to this and go, not me, mm-hmm. there are women who do feel that way. And therefore, a man might have come across a woman like that, had that experience. And now they go, OK, well, if I want to be in a relationship with somebody, I can't be like that. So I'm going to continue to bottle up my feelings because one time I tried to be vulnerable with somebody. They were like, that was weird and yeah. weak and I, I'm out. Yeah. So that I just want to you know, emphasize that to women to say like, Hey, if, if you, you know, check that within yourself, if, if possible, again, this is, it's not on you. I'm not putting the onus on women, but I'm just saying like, let's acknowledge a lot of the factors that can, you know, affect somebody, you know, not wanting to be here or having, you know, poor mental health or, you know, be, mental illness, you know, because a lot the, I think three of the biggest contributing factors that I saw in uh, men and suicide rates is um, financial pressure, um, a loss of a spouse, like a relationship failing, and uh, just like like work pressure, like societal, like 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 pressure, like feeling like you're not succeeding. Yeah. And when you talk about correlations, we live in the craziest time. When I, social media again, it's got it's got to come into play. Yeah. Social media again. When you talk about the people like Andrew Tate and these people, and Bugattis, and yeah. you know, you got to get a Ferrari, and I I, I sell a cryptocurrency, and I made a million dollars in a week, and it's yeah. like, okay, well, I make I make forty seven thousand dollars a year. Yeah. So if I don't have a Ferrari, I, I'm failing as a man. Yeah. I'm, there's no women out there that will like me, and if you're being told this every day by social media. And we live in the most isolated time in society. Everybody's indoors, on computers, living their own little bubbles. People aren't going out like they used to. We're coming off a pandemic still. That's still lingering in the air. People still haven't gotten back into the swing of society yet. You know, there are people who are like, may never do that. They might always just be like, I'm online, I'm streaming, I'm watching streams. I watch other people live their lives. Like, that's how I live my life. I'm in a pod 24-7. Like, I work from home. I entertain myself from home and so i don't really get much social interaction going and if every if all the the media that you're dissecting is like i make a million dollars a year do you make a million dollars a year oh you don't well you're a loser and you gotta stop being a bitch uh treat women like this you gotta you know be a tough guy and you know are you are you ripped you're not ripped why aren't you in the gym get abs and you're like if you're not any of those things you could feel like a failure and if you feel like a failure in life that is gonna affect your mental health yeah you know? I, I I feel like I've I feel like we've all had those little spurts when we when you live on social media and you go like why why does this person get to have this yeah and I, I absolutely can't. like why what's what's so good about them but it's like you again social media is it's all yes it's a fraud man it's like you, I've when I seen so much shit I go like 
Especially, I know a person personally where I'm like, that person's not- A fraud. He's a fraud. He's not living like that. Yes. Tons people of people. don't come to me. I'm like, that person, don't believe that. And it's like, you know, times that person by hundreds of thousands of other people that's doing the same thing. Yeah. It's like, that can play a tone. You, you'll get on there and then I'll get off. And then I'm like, I feel like, sh- I feel like shit. Yeah. I've been, I was on this app for 10 minutes and now I already feel like shit. Yeah. And it's like- And you're a person, yeah. you're a person who, I'm not going to put your business out there, but you didn't live the fly life, bro. Yeah, you didn't have fun. You didn't have your fun. Yeah. You got two kids. You're married yeah. to a beautiful woman. Like, imagine somebody that doesn't have any of those things. You feel like shit. You see somebody, vroom, vroom, yeah. Bugatti fucking yeah. come out doing, a, got the arm, money spread out down their forearm. <laughs> right. You're like, shit, damn, man. I got I got to work all year to yeah. just get a, some money in, in my palm. Exactly. You know, to spread it on my palm. <laughs> right. And so you you log out of that, but you have the the benefit and the you know the the grace of like a kid running up to you, smiling, yeah. and you got a beautiful wife, and you know you know in your home, and you guys are you know doing your thing. Yeah, somebody that's alone. Yeah. Think about the t- the toll that puts on that person. Absolutely, that doesn't have those like anchors yeah. to be like, well, you know, I mean, I'm listen, I don't do I have a Ferrari? Do I have a Lamborghini? No, but I got a family. Yeah, I have a home. Yeah, I'm employed. You know. So if you start taking away those things or even like minimizing them, yeah. where you go, listen, all right, I make $52,000 a year in my job. Are my bills paid? Yeah. yeah. Is my car the nicest? No, but it's fine. Yeah. And then you get on. But you always want what you can't have. You always want what you can't have. Yeah. And if you're on Instagram and TikTok and all you see all day is people showing you what you don't have and telling you life is great, yeah. man. Like it's, when you live like this is the best, yeah, getting on totally. private jets yeah, and yeah. all this stuff, it can affect it's you where you go, sure. well, damn, um, Am I am I failing in life? Yeah. Like I thought, I'm, question. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're sure. like I feel like my life's good. Like yeah. we, we, the fridge is full. Like you know, shit, life's good. Yeah, everybody can't live like those people. And also, like you said, a lot of those people are frauds. Yeah. When I saw that picture of like a jet, a private jet bay in yeah. a studio, <laughs> it's just crazy. a slice of yeah, the middle crazy. of a private jet, and yeah. people go and take. Photography shoots there and make it look like they're traveling. It's a lie, and they do that lie to get you to buy something from them because they because you'll you think whatever you buy from them will make you them. Their clothes, their um, TED talks, or like their like master classes. Like you want to learn how to be a a a master real estate guy like me? Buy my class. Look at how well I'm living. But it's like car rented, Mm -hmm. uh, jet photo fake, clothes fucking borrowed. You know, like. And so they make a world to trick people into paying them to actually get to that life. They make tons of money. And they make tons of money. It's all a scam. Social media is just a scam, but some people don't know that. Some people think that that guy that they're following whose girlfriend is really pretty, they don't know when she takes that fucking uh, at night wet wet cloth and wipes all that shit off her face, she's a super humble, just a nice girl. It's not crazy. The filters, all the Kardashians, all the... They're they're fucking making curves on their Instagram photos and doctoring their noses and their faces on the pictures to make them look flawless. And then you see that and it affects your self-esteem. Yeah. But they don't care because they because you bought the perfume. Yep. So it's like everybody's trying to scam you into buying something and they don't care about the residual effects. Yeah, man. About how everybody I mean, think about how crazy it is, bro. And this is I mean, I mean, there's tons of individuals out there. But the Kardashians in 12 years have changed the configuration of like how people look in the world. Yeah. Like millions of women have gotten surgery and dyed their hair and 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 and, and do- augmented their bodies to look like these six women. Yeah. And it's crazy how many like when you go to Los Angeles or you go to or you go on Instagram, Everybody. how many women look like look Kim Kardashian. Like, yeah. That's crazy. But all she wanted to do was sell you some skims. 
So it's like I just wanted you to see how dope my life is and buy my product. But in turn, the the mental the mental toll that I've taken on you, you want to be me so bad that you're willing to change how you look to yeah. become me. Because of the stuff that comes with how they look. Yes, all you the, think that, oh, if I look like them, the they get. I'll get a rich husband or yeah. whatever the fuck. I'll get uh, a, a, a deal with a, a clothing company or yeah. whatever. And and men, it's the same thing where you see these, the Joe Rogans and the, you know, Tom Segura. Mm-hmm. I love Tom Segura. Yeah. And it's hilarious when he's like, I saw I listened to one of his podcasts recently where he was saying, people will message me and be like, can you stop talking about your watches and all this stuff? Like, you're making me feel bad. And it's like, yeah, fuck you, man. Like, I, I work hard and I yeah. make money and, and I buy what I want to buy and I talk about it with my friends and that's just what I do. And he's yeah. 100% right. Yeah. But he also should know that you can't dictate how somebody feels. Now, do I think people should be telling people how to live their life and what to talk about? No, but like it can affect somebody yes. who idolizes you and thinks you're dope to, and, and then they pay the money, their hard-earned money to go see you and then they see you being like, I just got three Rolexes. Yeah. It might it might affect them because you're like, I had to work all week to get the money to get that ticket to go see you. Yeah. And you're telling me how you you took uh, flying a jet, which you have every right to do and I think that that's dope. But I'm just saying like, I don't know. I don't know how to. I don't know how to fix it other than talking about it and saying like we live in a very sick time yeah, where man. that's real. Like Tom Segura can get mad at that, but like those people exist. They're not going anywhere. And how do you? I don't think that shocking them into not being that way is the, th- the way to go about it. Like, hey, look, you look fucking dumb. Don't tell me what I can and can't say. I don't know if that's the way to do it. I don't yeah. think that's going to work. Even if I feel he's a hundred percent right, he's entitled to put whatever he wants on his social media, talk about whatever he wants on the microphone, the things he buys, the things he likes. But we also live in a time where people see their own self-worth and what other people have more so than ever. Yeah. So how do you combat that? I don't know. I don't really know what the answer is. All I know is I just wanted to talk about it, you know, and, and it's crazy again to just bring it all back to Twitch. You know, this is a guy who, his social media looks great. Where, yeah. When we when you talk about all the things we just talked about, Rolex, well, I don't, he wasn't like a flashy guy, but I'm just right. saying, you, his house looks nice. Yeah. Looks like you got some big bay windows, yeah, you're going modern to, architecture, yeah. Yeah. you know, nice driveway, family's pr- pretty. They look like they use good skin products. Life looks good. Yeah. And it, so you talk about that guy having the same issues as the guy who has none of that stuff and then really like, it's an eye opener. Yeah, you're going, because like, like I said, the first thing I did was I went on his page and I went like, you go like, it's so hard to wrap your head around like man this guy looks look he looks happy i mean like what could go, what could be going wrong where he was where he goes like i want to you know I, I i don't know what the right term to use yeah. but to go like you know this i can't do I'm this ba- anymore. i'm battling with something yeah i it was a part of the podcast I listened to was um the honeydew podcast though, yeah with ron sickler and he had uh, i don't know if you do if you know jim florentine i know the name yeah he's like i think he's a comedian or whatever and he went on there he talked about he had a girlfriend that committed suicide yeah and the stuff I learned in that episode, I was like, it was a lot of stuff that I didn't know because I mean he went through it, so it was like he it was something that he was he was dedicated to and yeah. learn the ins and outs, yeah. everything about it because he it it, hurt, it affected, it affected you massively. Him. Yeah, it was like that was somebody that was close to him. Yeah, and he had to deal with that. And it was like the people that deal with the mental illnesses and you know suicidal thoughts is they they feel like they are a burden. And I was like, and I was like, damn, yeah, like they. That's something you do. I'm like, not going to unload that on you. Right. Yeah. 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 And I think that's how a lot of men look at it in society. Even if they're going, even if they're not saying I'm a burden, it's I don't want to be a burden. Yeah. But then it keeps building up when you go, oh, I'm not going, I'm not going to tell Fran what the fuck. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, not yeah. really feeling the best right now, but he's going to come over to yeah. the podcast or, and laugh. Or, or feeling like you, you're, you're maybe like sometimes, like I felt that like growing up when I was in my teenage years, you go like, 
kind of feel like you're not a you're not enough or like yeah you feel like i don't know you see other people you just see you know other kids like dang you know he's going to college and shit like that and you yeah feel like yeah i'm just fucking yeah skating by yeah i'm just yeah. i'm gonna graduate barely and i'm yeah. fucking still be at home mm-hmm. it's like you feel like you know am i inadequate yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not enough and there's like all that stuff like growing up i feel like a lot of teenage kids go through something like that but it's, yeah some of them make it out some of them some of them don't so for sure it's all depends on what they and it feels amplified today too yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely because social media it's like they they see these young they deal kids with the same thing yeah. see these young kids getting rap uh, yeah. uh deals yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. like that and then they try to do the same thing and then, then when they don't i'm they a failure like, i'm a failure all that shit you talking about you feeling yeah, man. that because that stuff has been there for generations yeah of, you know you see kids going away to college and shit yeah. but now today you see a kid signing a 10 million dollar deal it's like yes. i'm 16 yeah like if you that like Billy Eilish, yeah. Like yeah. if you like Billy Eilish, Billy Eilish was like seventeen years old with like hundred forty million followers on Instagram, yeah, Mad Money. Yeah. If you're a seventeen year old girl, you go, I like to sing. Yeah. Why? Why am I not Billy Eilish? That's crazy. Like I wasn't when I was like fourteen years old. I think I was. I would see a or like twelve. I think I was maybe see a kid in school who like girls liked and i go damn wow my swag isn't like his i wasn't i i i wasn't seeing bow wow every day yeah i didn't have access to see <laughs> bow wow every day on yeah. social media to be like damn i'm not bow wow yeah because that's a whole different thing and yeah. now there's fifty thousand bow wows yes and the the level of actual fame is 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 high to none yeah. but it's relative to what you think they got a blue check they got fifty thousand followers that's a bow wow to you yeah they got money on their Instagram. So you're competing with all these people, not just like the tall dude in your high school. No. You're talking about, why am I not making $100,000 a year? Why am I not costing that? Yeah. Why, when I stream on Twitch, a million people don't watch my stream? Yeah. What's the difference between me and him? These kids got to deal with a lot, man. A lot, a lot man. A you lot. know, and that, that comparison, man, it's the, it's, it's the thief of joy, bro. Yeah, that, it's like, what, what's, what's the term to use? The uh, overnight uh, gratifications? Like, yeah, I want it right I want, now. I want it right now. Everybody want, Nobody especially wants Especially these kids. Yeah. But everybody, yes. adults even. Absolutely. Everybody's everybody like, I want the condo, the, the I Tesla. Right I, want it to, I want it today. Yeah. I want to do fucking, I want my, my, my Bitcoin to go yeah. to millions of dollars. I want to do the fast money scheme, yeah. whatever, as opposed to. Get a job and grind that bitch right. out, man. Yeah. And just make a... I don't know why it's like... It's like crazy today. And well, we, all go, social we all media. go through it, though. Yeah. Like, I see I'm on social media and, like, again, you know my dreams. I want to be, you know, getting in real estate. Yeah. And I go, like, damn, why can't I have 10 properties right now? For sure. But it's like, one of my mentors went, like, yeah, but you don't know... You don't know what's going on behind the scene. You don't At know all. how long they've been doing that. So you can't... You can't see that and go, like... You gonna you gonna jump right into to it and, and then get there. It, it don't it don't happen like that. It doesn't. It just doesn't. It doesn't. And it's rare but, if it does. But there's so, so many people out there telling you that it does, and yeah. just buy my buy my PowerPoint presentation. Yeah, it does happen overnight, and yeah. it can't. And they're lying to you. Yeah, they're lying to you because social media is a scam. They won't tell you that like, why do I have the money to buy these properties? It's because y'all buy my fucking DVD. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I have the money to invest in these properties yeah. is because I talk good shit. Yeah. It's a lot of people on social media that talk good shit and get you to buy something yeah. and then convince you that the money that they have is from something that they do that they're telling you you should do when the money's just from you. Yeah. 
You know, it's crazy, man. And like I said, man, comparison is the thief of joy, man. You, Absolutely. you, you, yep. you, friend, you got two kids, a wife, you got a nice house, you got a nice job, your car works, you get up every day, you, you, you wake up. And there are people out there that will convince you that that's not, they'll try to convince you that that's not enough. Yeah. And there are people out there with less than you in this world who that works on every day. Yep. And sometimes it works in the sense that they get milked for their money because it's the same, it's the same coin. Yeah. Though that same person that got milked for, you know, uh, 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 some kind of you know program or an email mm-hmm. from a person is the same person that might fall susceptible to suicidal thoughts. Where it's like I just don't feel enough, so here's forty dollars, and I don't feel enough, so I'm I'm out. Yeah, that's the same. It could be the same person. That's the world we live in. The, the social media shit is, uh, is 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 ruining people. It is, man. And it, I'm, and for the future, I'm. Terrifying. I'm hoping it's like terrifying. a pendulum and it swings back the other way. I don't know if the government needs to get involved. We need to put some limitations on these social media, but that doesn't really say anything about adults. I don't. When there's money involved, I, it's just I go like, there's no way they're gonna break up. Whatever's bringing yeah. in income to something, I don't. Especially like huge businesses that that's, that's yeah that's in on politics and stuff like that. They're not they gonna go, restrict. They're not yeah. gonna restrict that. That's this fucking what was the uh, what is it the um, rifle? What's the rifle? Oh, the NRA. Yeah, NRA. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, they got money. In? They got money to spend. You think they just gonna be like, all right, well, hey, we just need to stop. No more TikTok. What? <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah. All that money they're bringing in, man. They like, hey, it is what it is. Yeah. I, re- I remember when I remember a couple years ago, people were, and maybe it was a um, I don't even think it was a conspiracy theory. I think this was a hundred percent true, and we just moved on. People were like, yeah, China made this to make people dumber in other countries because their TikTok doesn't look like this, and then we still went like. Well, it makes money here, so I mean, I don't know. Just uh, use it less. Tell your yeah. tell your kid. Hey, that's that's a parent's job. Hey, yeah. parents, tell your kids don't use it as much. But we're pop, not going to restrict it. Yeah, I saw that pop back up recently on Twitter. It was like I, the U.S. is trying to ban Twitter now. I mean, TikTok from the U.S. Now. It, it'll it'll fall flat. Sure. A bunch of fucking uh, sure. yeah, people will come. You know, people will come and and legislate against it. Yeah, and it'll lead nowhere. Well, somebody will buy it. Yeah. Some big corporation, uh-huh. somebody that buy it. But yeah, when I found out or when I read an article and watched the video, I think it was a Viceland yeah, uh, document that, yeah. where it was like, TikTok in China is like science experiments. Yeah. And you can only so be on there for like five hours a day. Yeah. And TikTok on here is crazy. You know? And again, uh, again, I, again, I wanna I wanna I wanna kind of bring it full circle because I think this was a great conversation. Um I'm really happy how 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 it played out. But Twitch to the world, like we said. Seem to accomplish all these things that we're describing as people longing for yeah. that deal with these, you know, mental health issues and suicidal thoughts and depression. He looked like he to the world. What he was handsome, good looking dude in good shape, guy, man. six feet. Not many people kill to be six feet. Six feet can dance. Knew all the TikTok dances. Yeah. Beautiful family. Family gorgeous. Three kids. TV on TV. On TV. Yeah. Notoriety. Yeah. Verified on Instagram. I know that sounds like nothing, but that's a lot to people. That's Absolutely. people who are thirsty and on you, you. We all have a friend that like makes Instagram videos every day and they're cringe. Yeah. They're trying to be Twitch. They're trying to get what that guy had. That thousands of followers and this and blue checks and all that. We we all know a person who's trying really hard to become famous and it's yeah. it's hard to watch. It's kind of sad. But it's like it's also just. Like you said, just notoriety more than it is I feel money like or anything. Doesn't yeah. have anything to do with money. No, 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 no. People just want to be known. Yeah, and that's so. Think about how sad that is. Like, sad. I just want people to see me. Yeah, I just want to be seen. I don't even care about money. And that's where you. That's a whole dark rabbit hole where you go down. Where you talk about what people, what you. When we talk about TikTok. 
what you see people doing on there because a video of theirs got a hundred thousand likes. Yeah. They'll fucking eat horrible things and go out in public and embarrass themselves and do terrible pranks and put that in quotes yeah. on people and like just be a nuisance on society because they want people to see them. So we have this crisis of people not feeling seen and it's dangerous, man. That's a dangerous yeah. thing. Yeah, do anything. Yes, and the, st- the statistics I've looked at are like alarming, man, and it really is affecting men. And you talk about a guy who appeared to have everything going for him and he had bouts of depression for years. Um, I saw something about a, a note he left and some of the things it was alluding to was like things that he'd been dealing with for a long time. I'm not going to get into that because that's his business and I'm not his family and he didn't leave the note to me. So it's none of my business what it said. But what I want to close on is what I said in the beginning about the TED talk that I watched about the guy saying these discussions are like somebody going up and hitting the dance floor first. Mm -hmm. So I'm just inviting people to, you know, come join me on the dance floor, man. Like 2023. The question that the guy asked, I want to get his name again, right, on his TED Talks, so people can look it up. Ben Akers, he said he, he came up with this idea for a, a question that he asks his friends, and he, he, you know, he offered it up to the audience to do this. He goes, ask people, how are you? And then you ask them, out of 10. Because mm-hmm. if you ask, I go, how are you? I'm good. But yeah. if you go, how are you? Go out of t- how are you out of 10? And they go, two. Yeah. We got some talking to do. Yeah. I don't think anybody, if you, if you genuinely pose that question to somebody, I think it, they would be so caught off guard, anybody would answer honestly. Yeah. Seven. Seven is like, okay, yeah, well, why? Seven even is like, got anything you want? To, it's, it, it, it leaves the door open to talk. So I think that, you know, in 2023, let's ask people how are you, but let's put a scale to it. Let them, give them some room to, to operate because what you'll find, man, I think that, like, we can, we can I think you can attest to this too as a person who kind of like, plays the wall a lot in rooms mm-hmm. and just kind of scopes things out. Mm-hmm. When you, one, when people are talking about something that you're interested in, but everybody starts getting involved and talking and sharing, you see like the flow is happening. Everybody's yeah. having fun. It makes you feel more comfortable. Let me step in the light yeah, yeah, yeah. and let me talk. Yeah. So when you hear people being vulnerable and expressing themselves and they slide to you like, Hey friend, how you doing? I think in that regard, in that kind of space and that kind of comfort, you would feel comfortable being like, oh, you know, I'm having an off couple of days. You yeah. Know? You know, Christmas is a little, can't find the right gift for this person and yeah. i want to make sure i get them something because you know we, we haven't really been close like we have but i want expressing yourself you know so i'm just calling on people man to just be more comfortable standing in that and and expressing yourself and asking other people to express themselves because as men we have to make those spaces for men you can't it's not it's not on anybody else because the problem is men yeah. men not feeling comfortable expressing themselves and that's a it's almost like a it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like, I don't want to express myself because men that I know don't make me feel comfortable expressing themselves. And those men don't express themselves because somebody else didn't make them feel that way. So we're all just kind of like, we got stuff we want to say, but I don't know. I don't want to get, I don't want to get joked on. Yeah. So I'm going to keep it to myself. Yeah, man. That's real. Yeah, man. Definitely real. Like I said, that, and just to touch on it again quickly to, to take it to another point. You and me, you're my best friend. Yeah. We talk, but we keep it light. But it's not for a lack of, I'm not prying into your life, but like our day-to-day conversation, we keep it pretty light. That phone call 
was real as fuck, and and I'm and I'm I'm happy that that happened. Yeah. And but I want you to know that that phone call can happen anytime. Yeah. About a lighter thing, sure, about yeah. whatever, and yeah. and I hope you know it's vice versa too. Yeah, like man. I might need to call you and just let you know, like yeah, man, I'm like a four right now, man. I'm not really yeah. feeling the hottest or whatever. And like I said, all the way at the beginning, this podcast has kind of been like a a cheat code for me because I can talk to you, but also I'm not really talking to you. Yeah. yeah. You know, but. You know, in 2023, I want to try to take it off mic. Yeah, man, I, because I, 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 my brother, my older brother is going through some stuff, so I try to tell him, you know, and I told people like, you know, I'll, I'm always down to listen if you need, if you just like need me to just, just vent, just to vent, and I'll listen. But I always was the one was like, I don't want to, I don't want to tell people my business, so I was just like, I'll listen to yours. Is it is that a privacy out. thing or is that the weakness thing you it's were saying? The, it's both. It's both. Is because I'm like, I don't, because because like not even just. Feeling weak, I don't want somebody to have some Your type of ammo on me for something. Mm. So I go, I'll just keep this to myself. Yeah. And then we could talk about what you're dealing with. And then long it's like I always felt so like So you 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 take in but you don't give back. I don't get only because I go, I feel better when like if we out, for example, and then like I can see you off and that that makes me then I'm, I kind of ruins my night. Yeah. So if I go, well, if he's if 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 we could talk about whatever you need to talk about and he, you're okay, I can deal with I can, you can deal hold with, you can I hold can deal with mine. I can deal with mine. And we can still have fun. And then we can still have a good time. But if we out and then I see you're off and then I go like, well, this is not fun for me. So let's let me fix this person problem mm. and then I'll I'll figure out mine on my own. Cause that's just mm. how I always been. Cause I was like growing up, I was always by myself. Like yeah. my brother was always locked up. Mm. My dad had to work. I'm like, you know, so I was always like, well, Suck it up. I'll I'll just I'll figure it out. Yeah, and I'll figure out on my own until like the mom, my mom should happen. And I just I completely I just I couldn't. I was like okay I can't do this. Yeah. I can't do this anymore. So it's like talk to you have to talk to somebody. Even whatever somebody it is, talk to somebody. If it's like you got if it's like re, if you want to record on your phone mm-hmm. or something and you listen. That's back, good advice. That's good advice. You can do that, but mm-hmm. it's like you just have get it to, out. Have to talk to. Somebody. I'd be at work and I'll just like ball out crying. I was like just for no reason. I was like yeah. okay I can't. This is starting to fuck fuck with me, Land. I yeah. can't I can't take this anymore. So yeah. I was like, I gotta tell you and cause I was always like, I just hope, you know, I hope, you know, Alvin just don't ask. As long as he doesn't ask, then I am not gonna bring it up. Yeah. I hope this person doesn't ask. If they don't ask, I don't have to talk about it. Yeah. And it's kinda like I always was like, I'll forget about it for now. So if they don't bring it up, I don't have to I don't have to worry about it. I don't yeah. have to leave you here face and it. then now yeah. I got now I gotta deal with it after I done left and Got to ride home with that shit, and it's like, you have to talk to somebody. Yeah. Just talk to somebody. And I didn't do that, and that fucked me up, and I wasn't doing the stuff I should have been doing, but you have to, whatever, therapist, whatever, just talk to somebody. You yeah. have to talk to somebody. That's yeah. facts. All right, man. I think this uh, conversation serves as good vibes. Yeah, I think man. that this conversation went to some really good places, and I hope that people found something of value in it. Yeah. Uh, like I said, this is the last episode of 2022. So, um, thank you guys, man. It's been another great year. Can't have a podcast without people that listen. So, you know, super thankful to the people that have stuck with us for like mad long new people that have come from some things that we've done recently. Um, and we hope that you guys stick with us in 2023. Um, like I said, we'll be back first week of first Monday of January. We'll be back in the meantime, we'll keep doing, um, Tales from the Hood. Yeah. So send your emails in. Those will be coming um, still every Thursday. And we might 
do something else, maybe like a New Year special, nothing promised, but that will be on Patreon. We're not going to put it out um, to the public. That'll be if we do something, it'll be like a Patreon thing. And also, this Friday, December twenty third, join us for our virtual Christmas party. We would love to have you drop by. Yeah, don't be uh, now. I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna put this out here. Get now. into it, Frank. Don't get be, into it. Don't be coming on the show. You know. Don't want to get on the mic. Don't want to get on the mic. Don't want to show yourself. Get a get an ugly Christmas sweater. Yeah, I got me Santa hat. I got me a nice little Christmas blaze. I'm gonna pull out. Like a crazy hat I'm gonna wear. Yes, come out. Come have fun, man. Jump on the mic. Be nogged up. I'm definitely. Oh my god, what? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Nog to the gills. Right. So just. Just hey, come have a good time. Keep it light. Time. It's the yeah. last. It's the last shebang of the year, man. Yeah. So come kick it with your favorite affirminators uh, this Friday, December twenty third. Um, until then, man. See you guys in twenty twenty three. It's been a blessing, and um, yeah, keep on keeping on. Deuces. <laughs>